still got earnings to talk about. Visa and the aftermarket following along with MasterCard, which the market did like today as MasterCard gained 2%. Visa's a little quieter in the aftermarket. Let's dive into the numbers with Moshe Khatri, Managing Director of Equity Research at Wedbush Securities. Moshe, welcome back to the show. Walk me through your initial response here to the numbers that we see in Visa. Yeah, um, I would say uh, similar to MasterCard, better than feared results. Uh, what we have seen is that numbers have been coming down for both companies in the past few weeks. Um, a lot of this is a function of a couple of headwinds that impacted uh, results for December, anywhere from the global closures. Uh, so we're talking about the UK, we're talking about some of the closures in the US. So obviously that impacted uh, brick and mortar volumes. Cross-border looks a bit better. Obviously, international travel is still down pretty significantly. And then you're having, you don't have the benefits from stimulus. That's another thing that impacted results. So uh, I would say better than feed results. What really helped results for both Visa and MasterCard is the fact that their value-added services are growing easily somewhere in the high uh, teens. Uh, and on top of that, the incentives or rebates were lower than expected. So net-net, probably a bit better than expected. Um, some of the trends that we're seeing year, uh, year to date, and that's a positive, seem to be helped by the new stimulus checks that are being sent out. Uh, and the extent of that recovery will also depend on incremental stimulus or incremental uh, help from the new administration. But that's where we are. And both companies that uh, did not provide guidance for uh, this, uh, this calendar year. Mm. Now, the guidance part, is that just making sure they don't put a bar up too high or uh, is it uh, really a mystery? Uh, I mean, I know we can't put a number on it, but don't we know the direction, generally speaking, of, of, the, recover, of, the, of the recovery? I mean, uh, it seems like people are pretty eager to spend in the stock market. If they have another option, are they going to spend there? Uh, well, uh, yeah, but again, uh, travel is about 20% of revenues for both companies. Mm brick and mortar exposure, uh, that's another 30% of revenue. So um, you do need some both of these factors to do it a bit better for you to go back to numbers that look like pre-pandemic levels. Mm. So you can make an argument that both companies are um, maybe recovery plays, but the recovery is not here yet. Let's put it this way. Interesting. Moshe, what about as that recovery takes shape and some of these assumptions uh, come to fruition that I'm making about recovery and spending, uh, what about the habits that have formed during this period? Are people going to be swiping their Visa cards or are they going to be holding up their phones and tapping? And is that still going to be connected to the Visa card anyway? Or are the trends that we've seen in adoption of Square and other payment services going to stick around? We've seen some of these e-commerce trends that changed overnight, like in, during the past six months, e-commerce adoption uh, went up significantly. So um, you can, I'm assuming you can, you can probably predict that some of those pre-pandemic trends come back, but e-commerce is here to stay. I don't think that goes anywhere. Uh, the networks are embedded in that um, trend uh, you know, pretty significantly. The other dominant player in e-commerce is PayPal. And for them, that's also a big part of their uh, their revenue base in terms of how, you know, in terms of people using their uh, consumer facing and merchant gateway. Uh, Square is probably a bit different just because they, you know, they have a cash app business that's doing really well. But I would say that the, the networks are heavily embedded in those e-commerce trends that we're talking about. Mm. Now, the e-commerce, if that slows down, then and it's basically 
the potential for this reversal is there, right? Um, you've got Square, you've got PayPal, the benefit more uh, directly from e-commerce. You've got Visa MasterCard, they need the travel and uh, the brick and mortars to open up. So there is some pretty clear uh, you know, uh, pivot there if it does happen. In terms of whether or not these stocks will trade at a valuation, like a square, are those days gonna come? I mean, is that possible? Or what do they need to do to engender growth prospects along the likes of, say, a square? Sure, so um, value-added services, as I said, is a becoming a significant portion of the revenue base for both MasterCard and Visa. In fact, MasterCard suggested that it's about a third of the revenue base. That's a big number. Um, and probably yours close to about 20% of revenues. So. That part of the business uh, has scale, has margin leverage, and that's a big deal. And in our view, that will continue to drive top line growth down the road. If or when travel comes back, uh, that typically carries a yield premium versus other transactions. The cross-border transactions you know, typically provides you with two or three X yield compared to the typical transaction. So that also provides you a lot of leverage. So. You can probably make an argument that these numbers will get re-rated if or when some of those trends come back. I'm t obviously, we talk about pre-pandemic trends. Uh, mm. So uh, travel, travel is going to be a big deal in terms of providing these guys a margin boost down the road. Moshe, is the kind of final point here for investors, traders, thinking about this group, uh, is the way to play it still within Square and PayPal until we see hard evidence that the economy starts to reopen, or is the value more compelling in MasterCard and, and Visa? Uh, well, uh, beyond these names, you have other names that are also underperforming these days. FIS, Fiserv, Global mm. Payments, two-sided platforms serving merchants and financial institutions. Uh, FIS probably has the largest exposure to travel, and that's probably, uh, I would probably call this a Garpy name here. And it, this is probably your best uh, kind of travel recovery play. Mm. Uh, the company also has exposure to the UK, so the quarter is not going to be that pretty. But if you believe that we're headed towards a recovery during the second half, that's probably one of those names that you do want to own right now. Okay, like that message. Uh, thanks for joining us, Moshe. Appreciate you jumping on the show. Thanks. Thank you, Moshe Khatri, joining us from Wedbush.